Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Brother John. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Oh, man, I tell you what, I have got a brand new t-shirt on. How about you? Oh, sugar, so do I. I put it on yesterday, and I just couldn't take it on. I slept with it on this morning, woke up and said, wow, this is going to be a great day. Look at this wonderful t-shirt I have on. What's on your t-shirt? What's on your t-shirt? Well, let me see if I can read upside down. Mine says Season of the Lizard, www.bro.shoe, with a horned lizard on it, which happens to be uh, one of our, that's our sponsored, that's our our lizard sponsor. That's our lizard uh, sponsor, yeah. You can get that. You you can't get the t-shirt you're wearing. That's particular only to the bros. We yeah, haven't put that one into production. We're, we want to be yeah. known yeah. and unique, and it's all part of our but, game. But you can get that same you can get that same graphic with the horned lizard on it if you go to the horned lizard conservation society page, which we have in our show notes. You can buy a T-shirt and support the efforts to save these poor little horned lizards whose habitat yeah. is being encroached upon. Right, it's the the typical animal thing, but these wonderful animals are becoming close to extinct, so it's important, and there's a group of people that are actively, all volunteers, there's no paid positions, are actively doing studies and promoting preservation of these animals. Yeah, which which make terrible pets. Well, yeah, that's a good segue, because you've got to be careful. You know, quite often we we look and see and, and... in addition to the fact that pet shops happen because quite often they can get them cheap and they can sell them for a little bit more. They got a good, they got a good profit margin for these critters and they're, they're, they're taken advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Now, you know, when we were kids, horned lizards were called horned toads and they were very popular. Right. Because they look, why? Because they look like a lot of the fifties movies, Rodan, You know, and stuff like that where these, you know, radioactivity in places like Japan or someplace got so high that the lizards morphed into gigantic animals Mm. with horns all over them. Well, you know, the thing is, back in those days, you take a look at those movies and you say, gee, I'd like to be part of that prehistoric era. Oh, I'll just get myself one of these lizards. Yeah. And I'll I'll have a friend that was there. Yeah. Yeah, a descendant, as, as it were. So it's, so, it's uh, yeah, it doesn't work though, does it? No, it doesn't. In fact, why don't you enlighten me? Because you know, I'm kind of a little, little light on the knowledge of some of these uh, animals as to what zoology. are good ones. Give me some. Yeah, zoology is not. Um, that's not my strong suit. Okay. So you know, we got some. Some of these uh, lizards make uh, fairly good pets. Good pets, and others stay away from. So yes. What are, so, you know, we can talk in terms of the type, but also just generally speaking, what should we be aware of? You know, uh, some of the things that could be a, a pitfall as we purchase one of these wonderful animals. I think here, here are some of the things you need to look at. You want to look at how long the animal is going to live. Mm-hmm. Okay, some, some pets like ferrets and mice don't live very long. Yeah. So, so, but thankfully, a lot of these lizards live a fairly long time, you know, 15 to 20 years, like a cat would, you know, cat that's well taken care of. Uh, also, how much room do they require? Ooh. If you have to give up half of your bedroom 
Poor loser. <laughs> I think there's going to be a problem, especially if you're married. That's not going to cut it. That's not going to go. Uh, you know, I the think other thing, yeah. Spe- yeah, special requirements. You know, they need lots yes. of water. Are they aquatic? Do they need special temperatures? Are they tropical? You know, things like that. Right. Are they inexpensive? Hard to find? You know, you need, yeah. And then, what do they I eat? Am? What do they yeah. eat? Are you going to yeah. sacrifice, you know, nice little animals to feed them? Are you going to feel like a brute by keeping an animal like that? That would be bad. So you have and to look at all these things, and we have in the show notes, you'll see bestpetlizard.com oh, is a is great sweet. site. How about lizard temperament? That's important. You don't want to tune off a digit. <laughs> and that goes along with diet because some of these are herbivorous and others are carnivorous. That's correct. Some are predators and some are just like grazers almost, you know. Yeah, and I guess some of them, you were talking about perhaps even some of these are capable of being, you know, pets that can learn through some instruction. They, yes. They, you know. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, some of the monitors, not, not very many, <laughs> and uh, some of the iguanas are, are trainable Uh yeah, I think the biggest thing that makes uh, these animals poor pets is if they're unhappy. This sounds yes. a little bit facile, but it, it's true. If they don't have enough room, if they are cold or too hot, or if they're wet and they're dry-skinned, you know, these are all things that make a cranky lizard. Mm. So if a lizard's cranky, uh, he's not going to behave well, or she's not going to behave well. They're going to they're going to bite. They're going to make offensive sounds. Uh, they're going to hide. They're going to attack. So, you know, I've seen, there's like three videos at least on YouTube where a guy comes home from work and he calls his lizard and his lizard <laughs> comes out of a lizard carport kind of a thing. It's like, not really a dog house. It's more like a dog carport and, you know, for room for his tail. And he flies out of there, goes over to the guy. He puts his head right in front of him so he'll pet him. Pet him. He likes to be petted. So what do you think is the best one to pet, uh, you know, lizard to get? The leopard gecko. The gecko lizard, yeah. I, you know, this lizard I'm just reading, it's docile, it's easily tamed. It's pretty. It tame. doesn't grow big, real big, so, uh, yeah. and it's hardy, long-lived, uh, yeah. so it makes yeah. a good, it's a, it's a good beginner uh, lizard. Yes, it is. You don't feel like you're being overwhelmed. Uh, the tail is not, uh, you know, these long tails that taper. For a long while, yeah. they come off easily. You know, they'll they'll get caught Ooh. on something, and you'll end up with Stumpy the lizard. And <laughs> Stumpy, <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, a it's a sad sight. It's a sad sight. Come over here. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend in Oklahoma uh, who had w- one whole wall of his uh, living room was devoted to his monitor, which uh, had a stumpy tail because you know accidents and stuff. And uh, he would bring them out, you know, but it had lights. Uh, lots of uh, vegetation and stuff like that. And he, a lizard with a, with a stumpy tail is a sad-looking lizard. You know, it's yeah. part of their dignity, you know. I think there should be some thought to, you know, well, he's okay. You know, no, he's not. That's a sad lizard. No sad lizards. We want happy lizards. So I, I, I uh, recommend a leopard gecko is a very, very good pet. Give us one that's maybe not so desirable to have as a pet. Well, I would say the Savannah Monitor, and there are a lot of monitors actually, should not be in anyone's should not be in anyone's home. 
They they can bite. Uh, some of them have low grade poisons that they use to put their uh, prey to sleep so they can chomp them. Uh, it, it, I'd say the worst one to get would be a chameleon, not because they're dangerous, but because they are not meant to be handled. Uh, they are not mm-hmm. meant to be social animals. They're solitary. Uh, they like to you know cautiously creep up on a moth and grab them with their very long tongue. Uh, sure, they change colors and their eyeballs focus independently, which is, you know, like if you've never seen Marty Feldman, you should check out the, the chameleon. Their eyeballs are kind of like his. And uh, I, I, I notice you you uh, basically uh, uh, avoided the one that they said uh, in the in the website that you cited, the iguana. Is the yeah, the one that's listed. Now, uh, I know did people you who have leave that one out because that's basically the pet you had, which is probably you maybe yeah. shouldn't have had, or do you care to explain? There are many kinds of iguanas. That's the problem <clears throat> here. And so ah. they don't specify here which iguana this is. Uh, now, uh, an aquatic iguana, definitely not. They need to be raised in seawater, and they have the alarming habit of squirting uh, Excess salt water that accumulates in their in their digestive tract out their nose. You know, this, this is not an animal. This is not an animal you want to have around. And yeah, they get a little cranky if they can't have their way. And no, I don't recommend. But the regular old, uh, you know, terra firma style iguana. Not just me, but I have a friend whose daughter had an iguana, and that little iguana loved that family and loved hanging out with them. And she could call the iguana, and it would run up to her and crawl up on her shoulder and sit. Well, I that think was one of that the was things, not an unhappy yeah. iguana. That was a happy iguana. Well, the thing is that also these these animals are the ones you got to be careful to get ones that'll continue to remain small because some of them can grow to be rather big, six feet. Yeah, so yeah, that's probably the critical factor. And of course, your knowledge allowed you to figure out and get good ones, which we we shared a bedroom with. And the good news is our bedroom was rather large. It's good sized. It was good sized. And that helped. I think that that's one of the factors you considered when you purchased your your iguana, which was just like having another uh, roommate. Uh, But I I lived lived through it, so I was okay. (laughs) 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 You know, I I didn't feel uh, blighted. I didn't feel like uh, that the lizard was the favorite of the of our of the three of us. No, uh, that's good. Yeah, that would be bad to feel that. that I didn't leave any iguana scars. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want an iguana. Your brother likes the iguana better than you. That'd be bad. Yeah, you know, in the morning, how are you doing? And you're petting your iguana, and, and there I am, kind of saying, moping around, feeling kind of neglected. Yeah. It, no, it, it least... wasn't that way. It wasn't. No. No, no, it wasn't that way. I'm glad okay. you have good feelings hey, about you know, that we, era. How about a, do we have a word? Do we have a word? We have a word called sabbatical. Yeah, sabbatical. And, you know, you look at it and you say, well, uh, we got Sabbath, which is a rest day, the seventh day, Sunday. And this kind of takes off on that to some extent. Although it's yeah. just a little, the, the unit of time we're referring to is a little bit bigger. So we're talking the word is sabbatical. It's yep. an extended period of leave from one's customary work, especially rest to acquire new skills. Uh, you see this periodically in the United States. It's more, you know, where they have a little bit uh, nicer situation with respect to uh, labor in Europe. You quite often see this as a part of the of the fringe benefits an employee might have. 
In fact, some uh, companies, um, you know, have this as part of their employment benefit package where they get an unpaid yeah. sabbatical uh, who need to take what they feel career breaks. And is it unpaid? Unpaid. Okay. Uh, you know what? Here's what I've learned just my from observation. Yeah. Never getting yeah. it. Quite often you get a sponsor for it, you know, particularly. Oh. Yeah. And, or maybe, yeah. And th- that, so that kind of, you know, takes a, a, the, the, uh, burden, the economic burden off of the person that's going to exercise this benefit. So mm-hmm. in the United, United Kingdom, 20% of the companies have this career break. Wow. So, you know, the source is, it's, it's biblical. Uh, the concept of sabbatical is, uh, is based on a biblical practice of Shemitah. Uh, yeah, I, I practiced that for a whole 15 minutes Shemitah. this morning. Uh, yeah. Shemitah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I did pretty good, I think. And, yeah, it you know, you can find it in the Bible. It's it's an agricultural uh, context. It's usually what it's used in the Bible. And it's kind of interesting because they really do it up big. Their idea was that the Jews in the land of Israel must take a year-long break from working in the fields every seven years. Like every seven days, like the Sabbath. Yeah, you know what? I, I guess my problem is: Do you have to work the seven years to get the one year off, or do you work six, six. years? I, I think, think it is six. six. After thinking yeah. about it, because of the way we handle the Sabbath, I think you're yeah. absolutely right. That's right. So uh, this came up because uh, some of the people at my my client are edging in that area. They're they're interested in enhancing their their benefits that yeah. fits exactly the way they're working. Uh, in other words, they're not working that much, and they want to have a good excuse for not doing that. So what they need is they need a sabbatical as part of their benefit package to have that extended rest that is mm-hmm. so important. So important when you're, yeah, when you're involved in a, uh, in a uh, academic, uh, a more of an intellectual environment, and you need mm. to rest your brain. Mm. Um, <laughs> that sounds like someone I know. Not yeah, let's, uh, I, I, it, this is just something I've noted through observation of, of my client. Uh, it, it, I'm not trying to cast any aspersions oh. upon any individual or group of people. Uh, and, you know, the good news is that the, uh, that I think that my client is moving in the right direction. They're get, they're, they're work, moving towards a rest that apparently these people need. Wow. Mm. You sure about that? I'm working on it. I'm going to continue. You know, know, uh, I was thinking about this, too, you know, just thinking about the Sabbath. Now, for some religions, Sabbath is on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. It starts Friday night, actually. And then for others, it starts Sunday morning. My feeling is maybe just make the whole weekend Sabbath so we can quit quibbling about this puppy. Yeah. Let's just get it over with. Whole weekend. Yeah. It's like, you know, here in Chicago, we, we get the weekend started by going to the ballpark on, on Friday afternoon. And, and it, you know, it's it's before you know it, we'll be edging into it's Thursday. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe that's important. Maybe that's hey. why. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's why got, there's so much conflict and so many, you know, uh, problems is that people, you know, criminals need time off, too. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. that. Uh, yeah. They, don't they get the time off? From committing crimes by going to jail? Oh, you know, I never looked at it that way. <laughs> is that their church? Is that their church? That is their sabbatical. Oh, that's their sabbatical. Sometimes okay. they get very extended sabbaticals, by the way. Sometimes they yeah. get for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I've heard about that. <laughs> well, are you, are you ready for the big topic? 
Oh, this is so good. And I got I understand what happened here. Uh, last week, I accidentally missed, uh, got some, I had a, a, I had a geography screw up, faux pas, and I said that Texas, Austin was in Arkansas. So as a result, the result, the producer insisted that we have Austin as our subject geographically to this, to, to punish me for making that mistake and admitted, admitting my error. And this will remind me of where Austin is located. It's located in the state of Texas. And I appreciate that producer. I needed that. You did. You know. I needed yeah. that very bad. So yes. what is the story, though? Here's the story. The story. Is, it, it's a big story. It's a national story yeah. whereby the Democrats in uh, the House Democrats in the state of Texas were a little fed up with the voter regi- voter act that was going to be passed by the Democrats. And by the way, just to give you some deets, the there's House Senate. Uh, there's the House. There's the, uh, the Senate. And the House is 83 Republicans, 67 Democrats. So they definitely have a majority, but they, but you know, not a super, the, not a super. But they don't have a super majority, which is important in this whole context of what's going on, because the quorum needs to have a super majority. So you've got to have a hundred uh, of the 150 be there in the House. The Senate is 31, of which 18 are Republicans. So you got to have 21. So the good news is the re- representatives were able to pull together enough Democrats. And they decided uh, that they what they were going to do was they made they, they did all the logistics. They realized that. And the other thing that took place was that during the regular session that ended in May, uh, the Democrats were able to slip out the door before uh, the vote took place. Vote. But it was, yeah. And so but they knew that the governor could call a special session, which he did. And that special session started on July 8th. And. When that happened, Democrats got wise and said, this bill is going to come up early next week. And so we got to get ready to get our butts out of this state. So they did all the logistics. They got buses to the airport, made hotel arrangements, and they were going to Washington, D.C. Now, why would they want to go to D.C.? Visibility. Visibility. They're they're trying to make their their, um, objections to this law known. Uh, on a national level, and where is the nation's capital? Washington D.C. Right. So they they got their chartered planes and they hauled their butts up there. Uh, they had a little too much fun on the way up, and some photos leaked out through social media. And uh, you know, a lot of dispute over: Are these guys just playing hooky, or are they involved in a, a legit uh, demonstration against? This voter law, is it a voter regulation making the ensuring the sanctity of our elections or is it an attempt to suppress votes in Harris County where Houston is? Right. That's uh, who you yeah. talk to and what you read. Yeah, the thing is that the law itself, um, and I, th- I think you pointed out when we had our discussion during the week, it, it addresses really two issues. One is getting the people to the polls to vote and not suppressing them. And that's what. Quite often there's, you know, things such as, well, no drive-by vote. Uh, you know, you've got to have uh, six forms of identification to vote. You know, a lot of Jim Crow. Jim Crow. Two, they're calling it Jim Crow <clears throat> 2.0 to, to inflame people, to inflame people. And, you but, know, there's it's not if it's easy to say if you're a white male sitting in, in your living room and everything. Oh, well, that's just inflammatory. 
But if you're you're a black person with descendants who who are rather you know forebears who who suffered through that era when they didn't feel like they could go to vote because things would go badly for them, you know their economic plight would become even worse. And what you had were subjected to in order to vote back in the bad old days was passing weird literature literacy tests where you had to memorize paragraphs of information, and if you couldn't, you couldn't vote. I mean, just really. Truly suppressive wow. measures. Yeah, yeah. So if you're from people who had that happen to them, then you're going to be very sensitive about laws that make even the gesture of suppression. So I understand there's two points of view on this issue. And yeah. the thing, the th- it hurts Harris County and Houston, Texas the most of any place in Texas. Right. And all the measures that they're trying to contravene, they're trying to take away our measures are put in for the pandemic. And I don't think it's smart to take those away because I don't think the pandemic's gone. So, yeah. So I think that's a bad idea. There's a, that's a fault in, in their thinking. What do you think, John? Well, I think there's a... I, though you pointed out something to me that I thought was important. It's not only important to get the people to the poll, polls to be able to vote, but to make sure that that vote eventually is included in the count. Which means yeah. that after the vote takes place, we want to make sure that controls exist to make sure that votes all accidentally don't or maybe, you know, slip out of the of the, the number. And so there's a portion of this bill that addresses it. But again, I think that's something that the, the legislature and also just the public, as we take a look at this, need to be aware that we need to strengthen that. And strengthening that is not that easy. It takes technicians. It takes people, experts in terms of, of uh, internal controls, computers, you know, we're processing these things automatically. Yeah. So, uh, but that's an area I think that's, that's just as important. So when they, oh, they revisit yeah. these bills, they, uh, th- they need to take that into consideration. So the end yeah. games, what about these end games? What do you, what do you see in terms of that? What are the, what are they trying to accomplish and what are they going to, to be yeah, able to I do? It's, I <clears> didn't mean to, uh, sound lighthearted about it but they are trying to raise visibility and why are they trying to raise visibility and with whom i think the general public is one but more importantly i think it's the senators uh and to an extent the house of representatives they're trying to make it clear that current uh law federal law lets this sort of thing like it's happening in georgia and texas and other places lets this thing go lets it happen that states can have very restrictive uh, voter regulations that make it difficult for minorities to vote. And so they're trying to rub everyone's nose in it up there by appearing en masse, on camera, on microphone, visiting senators in their offices, the president in the Oval Office. You know, they're, they're making their, their sizable presence known to people who can get good legislation passed and I think the 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 four point uh, voter registration laws and uh, that they want to pass through the Senate that Joe Manchin and some other Republicans and some Republicans are are putting forward are very reasonable. They they are compromises that allow the Democrats to get their way and the Republicans to get their way on two points each. So I think that, that now is there another agenda? Maybe. I think maybe the other agenda is the filibuster. Uh, right. Well, yeah, yeah. When I take a look at this, we've got there's 
two two end games, and they both one's a federal end game and one's a state end game. The federal end game is, as you yeah. pointed out, there's laws right now. There's a there's a peop, there's a law that's getting that's getting stalled. Federal yeah. law that what it would do is it would make all the states have some sort of basic good voter rights being uh, enforced, and that's a law that could help satisfy, in other words, take care of part, m- much of the problem that exists in Texas and all this. That's right. The other yeah. thing is that they, they buy themselves some time, the legislature uh, and the, the, the House of Representatives, and by the way, the Senate did not quite cut it, did, they were not able to get enough of the senators to, no. to, to bail. And so as a result, this voter regis- legislation, legislation in it's Texas dead. has passed the Senate. Yeah, it has passed Senate. I, th- I thought you were talking about the federal. The federal uh, voting act is, is no. Dead. The, the, yeah, they had it they, stalled, and the reason it stalled is because of a uh, on their side of it is because of a filibuster that would you know that's right. delay it. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, but I think it's important that, that the time they spend there gives the people in the state of Texas to kind of give some thought as to yeah. what is going on here. Them be making them a little bit more intelligent. And I yeah. ran across the fact that just conveniently, there is a lobbying day in which uh, citizens can uh, group and do things together in Austin that took place on Tuesday, which That's is right. very, the timing's great. I mean, they, they leave yep. the state in, 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 on Monday, they get all this publicity, and before you know it, you got some people that have been energized by these issues, and they're all congregating in, 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 in Austin. So, Well, people, people on the fence about the filibuster... <laughs> And there are a lot of Democrats who want to keep the filibuster in the Senate so that if they're yeah. a minority, they can defend themselves. And there are, of course, a whole lot of uh, Republicans who want to keep it. But the problem with the filibuster is that uh, it can be it can be modified. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's not a question of do we have it or do we not have it. It can be modified per type of legislation, like the legislation, whether to OK judges. Oh. That's uh, that's filibustered, right? Or that's not filibustered. They can get that through with a, with a simple majority, you know. So they use it and don't use it when they want to. And every time the Republicans are in power, they manipulate the filibuster to their advantage. And every time the Democrats are in power, they don't. So it gets it gets tricky. So if I was a Democrat, if I was a Democrat, I would probably just read the handwriting on the wall. That next time the Republicans are in power, they are going to really, really strip away a lot of filibuster protections that the Democrats would have. And so they're not going to have a filibuster anyway. So my thinking is either restrict it, make it less usable, or eliminate it entirely. Because next time around, this thing is going to backfire on the Democrats. It's not protecting anybody. Well, as we take a look at this thing unfolding, we need to understand it's a 30-day session. Uh, which started on July 7th or 8th. So that means by August 8th it would be over with. But the governor's already threatened to continue having these sessions until they can get these, uh, they can get these uh, Democrats back where they need to be in, this, in, in Austin. The other yeah. thing that's kind of interesting is that uh, as they do enter the state, there is a threat of arrest. That's um, right. And so um, that's counterproductive, and, though. Then they can't vote. They can't be part of the Well, court. I think uh, the governor is going to say that you are going to be put on uh, parole with uh, election. You're going to be monitored uh, electronically 
and you're going to be confined to a certain area, which is called the Austin, where um, you know they they meet. Or, or state capital. <laughs> state words, capital. Yeah. yeah. Make them go to the the the, the, the you know. The, well, Austin. yeah, yeah. If you've ever been to Texas, you know how things roll. Uh, yeah, especially the governor is a quintessential Texan, the, yeah. the loudmouth kind, the loudmouth kind, not the kind that, you know, 90% of the state are good people, you know, but 10% are really obnoxious and they make the whole rest of the state look stupid. And that's, just, that's the same in every state, by the way. I don't think Texas has yeah, a, uh, a monopoly, monopoly on, on stupid. Yeah. But our, for sure. our Democrat, our, I mean, our, our governor will say anything. He will say anything. It doesn't matter whether it's lawful, unlawful. You know, whatever he wanted the Texas Rangers to go and arrest them, arrest these guys in Washington, but they discovered they didn't have jurisdiction. I mean, come on, <laughs> you knew that. This guy's not yeah. dumb. He's just he's just spouting stuff. So we live in a crazy state, my wife and I, and uh, it, it is definitely a crazy state. But it's no crazier than any other state. It's just crazy differently. That's all. So this well, is our this is this is our thing. This is what we do in Texas. Deal. Mm. Yeah. All right. You got any, you think I got some that one? groaners. And yeah. uh, our groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as St. Vincent or the coach. The coach. And he provides us every week with uh, two or three groaners, and he really delivered this week. So let me uh, start off with this, uh, this groaner. What's the name Apple's new computer? It, that uh, fits in your back pocket called. So what is the name of Apple's new computer that fits in your pocket, back pocket called? Chunk in the trunk? I don't know. Macintosh. I was close. <laughs> you are. It's okay. You know, we, I, it could have been better, but I think you'll like this one. Of course, oh, it's bad, okay. which makes it good. Here's one. Yeah. What soft rock legend steals passwords? Steely Dan. Say that again. Steely Dan. I like it. I'm going to give you partial because this one is Kenny Loggins. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. Good one, John. So that one, I, I knew that was the better of the two. So that's the reason I started with it because I, I wanted to end on a flourish. And uh, by the way, I'm going to send you a picture of me with my shirt on. Uh, I want to let you know oh. that when I went to the ball game last night and I, it's a picture of me uh, finishing up my scorecard at the Clark Street Ale House, but I want the producer to know that I took that picture before I broke broke curfew. Okay, it's a before curfew picture. It's not you after curfew last night. No, I didn't. This was before, just to demonstrate I was there before curfew. But who knows when I left? I hope there's a clock in the picture. Or someone holding up a newspaper or something. <laughs> no, there's just a beer. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. That it. Sounds good. Right. Bye, Talk John. To you later. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>